Boy, did y'all hear that? That noise is like they jumped in. It was like they started to pound on them. Like, welcome to youth group. I like it. Let Let's start with a word of a, a word of prayer, and uh, we're going to jump into things this morning. Dear God, I thank you so much for today, uh, the, the 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 chance just to be here uh, to talk about things that are important to you. God, we just ask that you will um, help us to be parents who um, are e- equipped to. Um, Walk our, our own students closer to you through media, uh, through, uh, through the word. Uh, Lord, we just need your help. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. What's doing, baby? You gonna... uh, all right. Perfect. Slam it, baby. Okay. Did anybody do the homework assignment where we were going to count how much tech is in our household. How many things do we have in our household that can get online? We've got 23 in mine. I'm sort of I'm crazy when I counted up. I was like, seriously? There's 3.2 for every person in my household counting the five-year-old. Uh, so what do you got? 10? Okay. Who else? Anybody else? Eight? 10? 12? Third, of course, you got to include that because YouTube, you can go, you can do all sorts of stuff. Five? Twelve? Twelve? What's that? Sixteen. Oh, you might be more, you might be more, you might be more per, per, per head than, than the Walsh clan. Uh, uh, so, yeah, because I'm like, nobody's around t- 23. I'm like, what's wrong with us? Okay, I, I've got to work on something. I, 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 I can tell. Anybody here, did you, did you write out, get a chance to write out uh, apps that your kids use? Yeah? Um, okay, good. I, and that's not something we're going to talk, talk through. I'm halfway through my kids with the apps because after one hour of writing down apps, and get, what was good was I, I, got, I, I got the phone and I began to talk through the apps. And we talked about the apps. And some I could see they'd never used before because when I, I would hit it, it would get started with, Hangouts, you know, and and uh, I was like, okay, cool. They, they've not used this one, so it was good for me to do this exercise as well. I encourage you if you've not done it, uh, or even at the end, if you want to ask something about an app, or if you want to talk to me about it, that, that'd be fantastic, uh, and we'll find out more together uh, a, uh, about it. Oh, I think you're right. Uh huh. Okay. Right, right. And, yeah. And so that, that's something I think for this class we, we do have to look out for as we talk about things. I'm going to uh, give you a form uh, uh, today that is text slang. Okay, so it's like I-L-Y, I love you. Uh, but there's a lot more slang, and it's not pretty slang. Uh, and uh, it's, it's a page and another page and another page of all this and it's it's a world we don't we don't know, but it's their world. They see that that's what they think of. They know what it's saying right away. Uh, um, but I don't want you to pass this out to your kids and go, "Hey, which one of these do you know?" Because <laughs> I don't want them to learn learn these things. So even as we pass them out here, I'm going to a- ask you: Don't leave it in church. Someone left their stuff in church from last week, <laughs> right here. Uh, and so so try to keep it with you, and it's not for you to share with your parents. Uh, I'm, and I, I even was like, "Ooh, do I give this or not?" Because the content is sort of—it's sad, 
But we've got to understand what they're doing or what they're saying sometimes because they're saying it right in front of us and we have no idea, right? Um, Apart from Jesus Christ, the single most defining factor on how your parents choose and relate to media. What did I say? Your, did I say parents? Yeah. Oh, your students. <laughs> yeah, not your parents. You, the, the single factor that, that would have killed the whole statement. Um, the, the way your, your students choose and relate to, to media is how you, the parent, choose and relate to media. Do we understand that? What they see us watch and do, they will do plus. We will be their baseline, and they will, that's where they will start and move forward from there. Um, we can talk all day to, to them about what they should or should not do, but at the end of the day, our words might guide them, but our actions will shape them. Okay, what, and it's proven. You go, well, it might shape them. No, what you, you do and they see you do is going to shape what they do. So keep that in mind as we talk through how do I deal with this in my home the first thing we do is this. We sort of have to get a grip on ourselves with media uh, as a whole. And as we talked about, be discerning with it. As we talk about Ephesians 5, and, and what does that say? As believers in Christ, how we're supposed to live and, and treat it. They're going to see us treat it that way, and that's the way they're going to begin to do it. So let me, and that's not to, to make, make you go, oh, dear Lord, something else. But it's just to encourage you because... You, th- this is the good news. You can shape your kids. There, there's hope. You can have an impact and effect on your kids. No matter how much they're going to let on that you're, you, you're, you're having an impact on them. Because as they become teenagers, they become punks. It's just something that we all did and they will do. And they don't want you to know when you're making, uh, making them feel good or they're seeing something that's right. There's going to be, could be a couple years, they are just not going to let you see it. And as my wife and I, we talked about this some through the week. Don't give up. The last thing you need to do in all this is give up and just go, just do whatever. Do whatever. Because they need you to fight for them now because they don't know how to fight for themselves. Um, last Wednesday night, I taught in the edge. Last week, we talked about uh, the, the 3Ds. What was the first D? You all remember? Anybody remember where we sleeping? Discover. Very good. Discover. Uh, discover, discern, and di- decide. It's in in that book, and, and that's sort of how we needed to, to to treat me in media. When I taught in the edge, I taught through Ephesians five this week. What I told the youth to do was first thing is think. Okay, when they, they see something, I want them to think. I want them to test it, and I want them to choose. They're going to think, t- test it against the Word of God, and then they've got a choice to make. They've got to cho- choose. And the edge went really well this week. Um, uh, students were engaged well. They came up to me at the end of it. One kid had a shirt on and said, Pastor Dan, I'm sorry, this shirt is not an appropriate shirt. It looked fine to me. I, 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 it said it's from a TV show, and it's not an appropriate show, and I know I, 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 I'm supposed to lead here, and I, 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 I'm going to go put this up and, or get rid of this shirt. It's not. So I was like, oh, dear Lord, somebody got something? <laughs> Praise God. So uh, it was really, really um, Good, good night. I encourage you, parents. Uh, like I've said before, I don't like to hear myself talk, uh, but I want you to hear what your kids are being taught, especially in this world. And it's online on our app, or you can go online to our church site, Edge Ser- 
services are, is our youth stuff. All the stuff that we do in here as well is beneath where it says edge, and it says par- parents week one, parents week two. So if you miss a week, we're, that's why I've got the headset on, not because I want to look cool or I think I'm a rock star, uh, but because I'm recording it just so that a parent that's not here can catch up with us. Um, we're going to start today with a, uh, like an eight or nine minute um, uh, vid- video. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's by a guy named Walt Mueller, and uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the group that he's with. I, I shared with it this past week. Um, so eight or nine minute video. I'll go back there and start it. It should be primed and ready. If my wife hits a button, we're going to be in trouble. I love you, babe. You look beautiful. I got gotcha. you. It, it'll turn off on its own. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can tell. She can. She wants to. Welcome to this parent meeting. I'm Walt Mueller from the Center for Parent Youth Understanding. Here at CPYU, we want to help you understand your kids and their world. The world is changing, and it's not the world that you and I grew up in. We're working to help you guide them into beliefs and behaviors that flow from a heart bent on giving glory to God as they navigate culture. In this meeting, we're going to work to help you take some first steps to becoming a tech-sensible parent. We'll look first at assuming the right posture, how to think about faith and technology. Second, we'll look at some of the perils of the digital world, some of the danger zones that we and our kids need to learn how to navigate. And finally, we'll look at some practical, hope-filled steps that you can take to nurture yourself and your kids into God-honoring use of technology. It's no secret that we live in a world filled with technology. Almost every one of us walks around with 15 square inches of glass in our pocket that offers us access to the entire world, and the world complete access to us. Think about how much technology is developing and how much it's changed over the years since we were young. My youngest son, who plays video games, has asked me over the years, Dad, what did you do when you were a kid? Did you have games? And I explained to him, yes, we did have games. When I showed him some of the games that we played when we were kids, he just laughed. Games like Twister, where when I played with my wife, after one game, we had to get married. But he says, no, Dad, video games. What about video games? Yes, we had those. They were rather rudimentary and basic, but they developed our hand-eye coordination and sent us over the edge. They were so hard at the time. When you think about what our kids are playing with today, you know how much technology has advanced. We need to recognize that as technology is changing, what it's changing as well is us. Just think about the way words have changed. The example would be the dictionary. Every year, the people who make the dictionaries remove words and put new words in. The words that we now use reflect who we are and what we do. If you look at the new words in the dictionary since 2010, you see how many of them relate to technology. Our kids are especially vulnerable to the changes that technology brings on us. The reason for that is where they're at developmentally. They're forming their identity, trying to find an answer to the question, who am I? And they're forming their worldview, an answer to the question, what is it that I believe? 
It's important for us to recognize where we are in the development of digital technology and who we are as we navigate this landscape. Some would say that we're living on what's called the digital frontier. It's a place where we've never been before, and with every step we take, we're moving into new, unknown territory. What that means for those of us who are older, who did not grow up with technology, is that we are digital immigrants. We've never been here before. This generation of kids that we're raising now are digital natives. They're growing up with technology, and it's basically an extension of who they are. Because we're digital immigrants, and they're digital natives, we live with what we now call a digital divide. It's difficult because we as adults are pioneers, but we need to cross the digital divide for the sake of the now and future health of our kids. As parents, you and I are called to guide, direct, and nurture our kids as life advances on the digital frontier. As a tech user and a dad, I found it helpful to always be seeking answers to two questions related to technology. Question one is this, what is technology doing to us and to our kids? In other words, we want to discover what power it has on us. I like to ask the question, is it controlling me? The second question is this, what am I doing with technology for myself and for my kids? In other words, I have the power and the responsibility to take control over technology rather than allowing technology to have control on me. I want to encourage you to assume the right posture, that is, to endeavor to think Christianly and to bring glory to God. Tim Challies, in his book, The Next Story, offers helpful insights on how we live with technology and the posture we tend to assume. He says that most of us live with technology only at the level of experience. We get the latest devices, we put those devices in our kids' hands without any thought because we don't want them to feel left out or behind. But there are two other levels to consider. First, we need to live at the level of theory. Theory is now unfolding about technology and social media thanks to good minds, people who are seeking answers to that first question we asked, what is technology doing to us and our kids? One theorist we need to listen to wrote his theory over five decades ago. Marshall McLuhan, you may be familiar with him because of the saying and the book, The Medium is the Message. McLuhan wrote this, We become what we behold. We shape our tools, and afterwards, our tools shape us. Think about how that works out with the invention of the telephone and how the telephone changed how we communicate. Alexander Graham Bell made the first phone call in 1876. Up to then, people were only able to communicate by voice face-to-face, -face, either talking in close proximity or yelling at each other. With a phone, now people could communicate over long distances. It's a great invention. It's changed, though, the fundamental nature of communication. We've gone from face-to-face -to, -face to now being able to talk on the phone, which removes body language and eye contact. So what we hear is each other's voices, and we don't know what they're doing, maybe what they're thinking with the signals that come from body language and eye contact. When we went to electronic communication, let's say with email, that now removes the voice, and all we have are words. Each one of us knows what it's like to send or receive an email and afterwards go, maybe that shouldn't have been done through email, because we're not sure we're communicating well, or we're not sure how to interpret what the other person sent to us. 
Now we have kids choosing text messaging as their primary method of communication. You see, the phone has fundamentally changed the nature of communication. Think about what McLuhan said. First we shape our tools, then our tools shape us. Second, we need to live at the level of theology. This means that we're seeking answers to that second question we asked before, which is, what should I do, or maybe what would God have me do with technology, both for me and for my kids? There is much in theology that informs us. Two things we need to mention here. One, technology is a good gift from God. It's not a bad thing. And number two, what we learn from theology is that we need to use technology to His glory. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says this, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. In other words, when it comes to technology, endeavor to use technology as a form of worship. This requires us to move carefully, thoughtfully, and deliberately onto the digital frontier. Don't dive into it. Wade into it. Proverbs 22.3 says this, the prudent sees dangers and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. We need to wade onto the digital frontier, and we need to do so with the intent to bring glory to God by owning our technology rather than allowing our technology to own us. And we need to guide our kids into doing the same thing. This is what we would call digital discipleship, following Jesus onto the digital frontier by integrating our faith into every nook and cranny of our digital lives. Our posture is this. We want to nurture their hearts to prepare and sustain them for life on the digital frontier. Now let's take a few minutes to talk amongst ourselves. Talk amongst ourselves. All right. That wasn't too bad, right? Yeah. Good, good stuff. There's some uh, questions we want to ask. And as a group, not me answering them, but as a group, we answer them. First one is this. Walt talked about our tendency to default to engaging with technology solely at the level of experience. How have you seen this approach result in either positive or negative outcomes in our world? What you got, Stephanie? Right, right. Or they're like, this person annoys me to death. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Siri was so much better. Voice to text uh, or text to voice. Okay, good. Okay, so that's a what would say a a negative uh, outcome, right? Um, what else? Right. They're flying, right? They're flying, and we're on the ground. Go ahead. Oh, I think I, it is. I, I, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 What? What? Did you have the same thing? 
Yeah, it's done quick. I mean, don't even think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So do you feel at times lost? Does, who here feels lost when you, when you, you come to face-to-face with this stuff? You're like, I don't even know how, how to cope with this. I work with youth, and I'm around it all the time, and I feel lost. Uh, and in your age, you're like, oh, this, I'm that old guy that's going, how's, how's this thing work? What, what's this? It's a pay, what's a pay phone? You know, I, I mean, I feel like that, that guy, right? Um, let me flip my notes here. Go That's right. That's right. Yeah, and some of you, I know you've got apps where you can watch your kid and know the speed they go in their car. You can so right, right. Uh, you can know if they get in a crash. You know, you know anything about them. You can know the, the speed they're going. Yeah. So there is some good things, some rains in the midst of all the stuff, right? Uh, uh, there's there, and, and next week, we're probably going to talk about um, how, how to really not just protect your home, but how to o- oversee your home. Uh, with with the tech use of your kids, what what are some tools that are out there? Because there's now tools ne- nowadays where you can shut down their screen time right away. There's some things that we can do. So there's some some good things, uh, but this is this is the, the the trick and one of the main points we need to get. We've got to wade in. Uh, this this world that is scary that doesn't make sense, and I think all of you are here because you're like. Okay, I need to. Do, I, I need. I need help. Uh, I need to figure out how to do better. And to wade in, that means we've got to um, take the time to read up, to ask questions, to sit down with our kid and go. Now, what do you use this app for? Even though sometimes I I, I feel dumb when I ask my kid this, but sometimes you just got to put yourself out there. And go explain this to me. Now, what's the point of this? We've got to have those uh, and those talks because I think for too long. Um, ignorance is bliss. Oh, if I just don't know, everything's all right. If you don't know, everything is not all right. If you've got a boy in your home and they've got unfiltered internet access and you are not on top of them, everything is a wreck. I guarantee it. The temptations that are out there, next week we're going to hit hard on on porn and how, 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 how we can protect our home, but it affects many in this room right now. It's just, and that doesn't just affect guys, it affects girls now, nowadays too. So it's, it, it's, we've got to jump into this. Now there's a um, website, and it's the next ring. Um, I just want to share with y'all, write this down. It's called, ne- ne- next one, babe. You look beautiful, babe. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. This is just for your 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 pleasure. Me and my wife work together to this stuff. Um, 
Uh, PluggedIn.com, www.pluggedin.com is, I believe, it's by focus on the, the fam- family. They put this, this site out, and they screen every movie that's out there. Uh, they tell you how many S-words are in it, how many times God's name is used in vain in it, sexual scenes that show something, sexual scenes that don't show anything, if they're spirit, spirit, spiritual things that, that draw you away from God or, or that are, are against him or that are for him. It's just a, it, it, we, we've got to take the time when our kids go, hey, can I go watch this, this, um, this movie? We'll go, uh, let me check on it and see. And it'll tell, you don't have to go see it. It doesn't spell out the words. It says H star, star, star. It's got 10 H star, star, star. The F word, the S word, the D word. It's got so it's a thorough. Now it used to be an app. This this past year, it, two years ago, it, there was an app, so I could pull on my phone, hit the app. I could see it like that. The app is shut down now. I think they just couldn't afford to keep the app going as many. But the website is still up. So pluggedin.com. Every parent needs to know this stuff. Needs to have cpyu.org. This is who some of the stuff we're we, we're going to te- teach from. They have. Uh, uh, articles every month that deal with the world around us, whether it's tech, whether it's pop world, whether it's, it's, it's hip-hop rap, it's dealing with MTV awards, things that our kids see, they talk about it. It's a little bit frank at times because they're just trying to explain it and they're doing the cleanest way that they can. And it's, so it's not, I, I don't think it's even bad for your student to go to cpyu.org. But uh, just know it's it's this stuff is sort of raw. It's it's it, it's sort of tough. Great site to go to. I'm probably going to um, what our class has done. They do a newsletter for parents that they email blitz out every month, and I'm probably going to subscribe to it for our church for you to jump in. So you'll get an email every month that's just what's going on in your teen's world now. So when you can go, man, I cannot believe that Cardi B got in a fight with Nicki Minaj, they'll go, how'd you know that? And you'll be like, you know, I'm just first done. And, uh, and don't let them know how. Don't tell them, oh, well, I've got this thing that lets me have the cheat sheets. Never, just make the kids think you're watching everything and you know everything. Uh, yeah, so that's right, that's right. So, um, so that's just free. So those two, two sites are good. Uh, when you think about technology, technology effect on your kids. What is a positive outcome you've seen uh, from uh, the result of digital technology? Positive outcome. What, 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 what's a plus? Some of our kids share the gospel. And share the gospel. They do that, right? Are, and they're, they're pretty bold about their faith. Yeah. Okay. That's good. What else? Yep. That's right. Y'all re- remember those things you'd pull out and they'd stink, a certain smell. You'd pull them open and thick ones. Okay, good. What else, Scott? Well, we no longer get our current events out of books. We're going to read it. Right. Um, we get our current events current. Yeah, like... like Yeah, I mean, and if there's a if there's a mass sh- shooting on the West Coast, when do we hear about it? Within a, within a minute, right? W- within when it, whenever it happens, someone has has put it 
on the, a tweet or something out, and then it's on Fox News or in whatever. It's, it's in that world quick. And that's not a bad thing. That's one, I think, a positive thing is that we're, if I want to know something like, man, how, how long has Yuli High School been there? When, when was that school built? I can find that out, right, in like a, a minute. Our kids can find stuff out in a minute. They can learn much more than they can take in. Uh, that's one thing, that, it, and it's not always a bad thing. What's a negative out- outcome you've seen from digital technology? Okay, that's what? That's, that, and that's true. I mean, we, and you hear that, that term, which is a new term now, fake news, right? That wasn't a word five ye- years ago. Now it's a word everybody seems to throw out, but everybody else's news is fake news, right? What else? Right. So it's sort of a waste, right? Yeah, yeah. And and no one here ever wastes their time online with tech, right? Okay, good. making sure, making sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Now at home, a kid's not even safe. They used to, to get picked on at school all the time. Right. That's right. And even if it was just words at school, now they can't escape it at all. Uh, and then there's the, the comparison world that they all live in of trying to be a personal star on their own social media accounts. And, but, but, yeah, I think there's positives, but if, if they don't learn how to dial back from people-pleasing and trying to shine amongst all these other shiny people, yeah. That's right. Oh, it's really, it's, it's hard for us. Yeah. I think, right? If we all go, man, it's hard when you see me. They're going to Hawaii and they're doing all this stuff. And look at that. They're doing so, so good. Why can't we be doing so good? You know, that, those thoughts tend to try to creep up in our own life. That's right. That's right. It's like reality TV. It's not real. Social media is. Right, right. No one really wants to throw the, the, the worst shot. You know, they got a booger hanging out of their nose, and <laughs> we don't want, want that. Yeah, I, I think that's a great thing thing to ask. How I would respond to that is, I, and I, I look at it, at, at it this way. I've got a 17-year-old in my household. He is in the 12th grade. This may be my last year to have him there. Uh, at what point do I begin to allow some slack to him uh, because he's not always going to be underneath my roof? How much? When do I give him some slack? so that I can walk with him as he deals with technology or new things. Because I'm, I'm only with the, having the uh, uh, authority of a parent to a youth to a certain age. There's a certain age he's got to agree he's going to grow and be independent. I'll always be a, 
parent. I always speak truth into his life. But there's going to be a point when, when I speak to him and tell him something, he's going to choose. It's not you're going to do what daddy says. He's going to choose. Uh, and so there, there, to me, there's a time when you've got to, to, to give slack because if he crashes right now, I can help him. If he, if, and I'm not saying give him everything. I'm saying give him a little bit. You know, not that you're giving him the world, but this is the world that, that he's going to live in. He's going to make choices to honor God or not. Um, and so now's the time when I, I can walk beside him and pick him back up and, and teach him. Uh, but like I said, I say that, and I'm still a very restrictive parent. <laughs> you know, I say it, it might sound like, man, you can do anything you want to do. We've just had to talk on social media with my, with my son, who, who's 17. For the past year, I've said, son, if you want to get it, you can, but I've still got access to everything. And he's like, for, for us right now, it's, I don't want it, Dad. I see what, I see what it's doing to, to all my friends, and I see things that I've heard of things that you can get on with it, and I just don't want a part of it. So, uh, so that's good. But you're right. At what, what age is, is what I would ask. Well, what age do I start to let my kid into this world? If they're going to live in this world, we've got to guide them some way through it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It can be a good way, can be, um, of just them connecting or the team, you know, if they're on a sports team, say, practice is canceled. So sometimes when they reach a certain age, they appreciate that. Like, oh, they know. Well, I, I, I do think it's hard when they get older for them to function in the world that they're in. If they're playing sports or if they're doing things, it's hard to function or work. Or, or work. Right, right. Online. Yeah, yeah, well it's a it's a part of our world long ways. Go ahead. That's right. We're too close to just say, no, this is the end. This is the limitation. I mean, I did a lot of research on media violence. Mm. So, like, you know, when we're talking about mm. technology, I go, I go there. Yeah, yeah. And I look at, I mean, just years of research about all of this stuff that because we had a sliding scale of limitations, that now we're at a point where there's no return. Mm. Right. And 
where we were 10 years ago, yeah. right? It, yeah. Right. This was already a concern. Right. And now we are, whatever, 60 years down the road. And so much, it's all on there now. It, I mean, it, it, right, right, right. So I definitely think, I mean, I'm a very, I've never owned a smartphone. Hmm. First time I ever had a computer was like, I think, nine years ago. Right. Um, and so I'm country boy from small town Ohio. Right, right. I miss that. Right. You know, this, I mean, talking about technology drives me nuts. Right, right. Right. We have to have a, you know, I, and I'm, I'm a trade skills guy as well. I'm like, you don't need this and all this. Yeah, yeah. Just learn to weld and, and all that kind of stuff. You don't have to use CAD. You can actually write it out and you can make an elevator plan and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I guess I'm one that I'd much rather see us almost pull it back and move forward. Right. Where you go, look, I know this is out there. Mm. At some point you're going to do it, but here is my, my workstation. Right. Sure. Just because now the knowledge is there doesn't mean I'm going to change. Right. I have the truth and I've always had it, so I'm just going to go off that. that I'm yeah. going to change it based on what everybody else is thinking or perhaps. And I think that's great. Um, I, I totally agree with, with, with what you say. And, and I think that's why we've got to take Ephesians 5 and we've got to let that be the, the, the standard we use because that's not going to slide. Now, things can grow inside of that limit. That that's right. That's right. But it never goes past. That's right. Yeah. There, the, and what you, because there's clear, clearly lines where you could go, this is a line. Uh, and that line did, doesn't have to move. Uh, I, I want to, since not to start an argument. No, no, that's good. You go back four or 500 years when printing came into play and books started limitations to reach people that are lost and I think this generation's the same in the same boat. They're gonna have to learn that world yeah, to reach people that are lost because some people aren't gonna be able to communicate. And you know I'll I'll go with that and go that was a negative as well. Right. Because if you look look back into the old testament, you know, you look at those people that had that first five loaves of bread and it was like they were illiterate. And so missionaries were sent You're good. But the church was changed by the printing press. We never had a center aisle review until the, the printed page came out. Why? If you open up a book, you have a white line and you have black lines. It's not as weird as it is. Right after the printing page came in, we actually started to report some conversions. Before that, we just had them come out and talk about what it was. So there were positive, but then also crazy, weird, negative effects. But now, if you walk into a church and they would only have maps on the floor, most of us would call them majority. Yeah, yeah. You know, what, what religion is and what technology has beforehand. Now we want to see structure. Mm. We'd like to see our way. And some of us will even, 
Right. Right. Right, 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 right. I'm with you. you yeah, I think it's all about balance. We're a very pet-free kind of home just because, hey, I am not you. <laughs> you don't want me back there. <laughs> but our, our kids, we've always offered them an alternative. And so I think it's about um, them finding their identity in other things. And I think that it's a deeper issue with technology. Like, I think technology can be a great thing, and it's used for good purposes, and we need to go there because that is the way that if we're going to reach the world, that's the way they're going. But I think it's a deeper issue of that the kids need to realize that they don't need a platform. Their faces don't need to be on Instagram all the time. They don't need to make in their stories and their videos and all that because their platform is to speak with Christ. So if they're using it for that, they, but it's overexposure. And so I think it feeds a deeper issue of a emptiness, maybe a brokenness that's going on at a deeper level than they already don't even think mm, Yeah. It's, you know, it's yeah. a deeper issue. It's not about the apps or the devices. or It's what's missing. What's not being built there? Because maybe as parents, sometimes we get too busy, or we don't realize, or it's easier for them to be. Ooh, you yeah. know, like we need to. Yeah. Or they hide it. They're they hide they're it. being deceitful. Our yeah, kids will be deceitful. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the need to dial all that back. I read the other day an article that was talking about the loneliness people have now. Mm-hmm. How lonely these screens really make them. It's, it's not fulfilling. I mean, we do need to teach them to be human, connect with people. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would love for I, I, I would love for y'all to see uh, the first twenty four hours at my youth camp because no one's allowed to bring a phone, uh, and these kids are wired in hard with their phones. A lot, a lot of them are, and so some kids are like when they come to church, and that's when their their parent tells them, "Oh, you're not allowed to bring your phone," and they're like freaking out as we're loading on the bus, like. <laughs> mad yelling at their parent and finally you know they they get on the bus and they sit there not knowing what to do and all of a sudden they learn about this might be wrong for somebody but they learn about cards and all of a sudden you can play some card games games together and so as the week goes on these kids are all of a sudden they're playing cards and no when you're playing cards whatever games you're playing and slapping the deck or, or whatever all of a sudden you're 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 talking you're looking you know and it, it, it's a it's a crazy thing because um, and I've had some some folks go, you can't keep this up. You can't keep keep doing no phones at your camp. And I'm like, going, I'm not going to do camp. It's it's not worth it. It's going to waste my time. Uh, uh, and and God becomes clear because the phones aren't aren't there. The question is, how can we how can we prolong that once we get back home? You know, so I've got I've got let me go there and then here. Uh huh. Yeah. I, it, was, it was weird, but I mean, I've noticed that they do that when they're together. Right. Um, not all the time, but right. I, mean, I, I noticed that. Well, and I, I ask them when, they, when they're when they there a lot of times, like, hey, can you put that up? You know, go yeah, go plug it in, in somewhere. Here's a wire, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and that's a that's a lost art in our world today. Uh, and I think that, that that's a that's a fear I, I, I see our kids don't know just how to hang out. Without help, you know, just hang out. 
Yeah, yeah. Like whether you're a house hockey football and they're hanging out and having a drink, it's going to get better. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And to, to teach them, there's more to this life than this. Yeah. I mean, there's, we get we, when we don't know what to do. We, the people when they're 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 nervous or scared, they pull because they can hide. And they can. So you have something. Well, I was just going to say I think it's a way about them being given to the younger ones. So I that's true. <laughs> Amen. But, but I mean, I feel like that, that I think some of us in here have younger kids, so I do think, and I agree with Tony as well, like there, there comes a point where you say, you will not, you will not have a phone until this time. And um, and again, you have to grow in that, but allow them to mature a little bit in their ability to handle stress. So I think the negative outcome has been that we've given it to them younger and younger. You know, when they're sixth grade, they get a phone. And some of it I know is the parents are working. I get that. Right. Right. Good, Rich. signing them up for Instagram because their Instagram because they're old enough. And then we wonder why they're being deceitful with their technology when they're not even old enough by their own by their social media's own rules to not have it. And, you know, our son, this happened to us when he started going to youth camp as with my sister. <clears throat> well, they, they're keeping in touch with Facebook. Well, for two years, sorry, they had it now. And, and, and you know, we did the same thing. We maintained the password. Sure. Sure. But that's right. But but in in the truth, there, there there's not going to be one amongst amongst a group. I mean, there's just no every parent parents. You know, you you you, you hope. So a lot of times we hope the parents were like us and the good things that we do, but but they don't. You know, and you know, uh, so so that's where you gotta when the kids go. Well, they've got one. Well. That's not your. That's not your dad. I, I'm your dad. You know, uh, I, we, we've had that that conversation. You know, uh, uh, and and more. So. Well, aren't you the best girl then? Aren't you the the, the lucky girl? Go ahead, y'all.
on their phones with lit up by, by the screen. The different world, huh? Yeah, like it was quiet at that other one, but everybody was here trying to eat their food. Yeah, yeah. And the Cracker Barrel was super loud, but like I didn't see one cell phone out. Mm. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and that's a good thing. Some of you might be going, you, well, you might be thinking, dear Lord, where do I even start? We are, we are so beyond a lot of this. I don't even know how, how to pull the reins back. Uh, eat dinner together at times. Try to. And don't have any phones allowed at the dinner table. Ever. Make that just a, a, a hard rule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And and you you your own kids are like, <sighs> but but you know but our, our kids do need help in conversating. They uh, even in the car. Uh, I I work with, I've worked with youth for a long time. I bought a book how to talk to your teenager, ask questions to your teenager. So when I'm in the car with my boys who are very quiet. I've got this book stuck in, and they're at soccer practice. They're getting done. I'm, I'm just reading some things to ask them because it's hard to get the conversation going. They need help. So at dinner, that's a great thing to ask. Hey, what's your high? What's your low today? Uh, what are you thankful for today? Uh, so, so, so what I've heard on the podcast, Holy Spirit to Guide, or listen to, that talks about he has his kids in his car and not allowed to be on their phone. Mm. And he says it's a good place to have conversations because you, even though we've talked about how important eye contact is, sometimes the kids feel a lot more comfortable without eye contact. Yeah, yeah. And they're talking and making fun of Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it, uh, talk to your kids whenever you can, parents, whenever you can, because there will be a time when you don't, they, they're not going to be beneath your, your roof. And, and so take adva- advantage and, and enjoy even the hard times when they're, they're in the teenager funk and they're being a punk. Still, man, just try to go, okay, this is a good time I've got 
with them. Uh, there's a couple more things. I'm not sure how deep we're going to wade in in this part. Idea of thinking, he used the word Christianly. I've never ever heard that term before. About technology use and engaging with technology as a form of, of worship, something you have or have not considered before, then let's ask it, what is one way you can worship God through technology? Huh? The, the Bible app, right? Okay, okay. That, that's, that's done a lot. In the edge, I try to tell kids not to because they're going to text or whatever. So that... Sure. That's right. That's right. I think that's right. And, and, and I don't know of any kid in our, our youth group, okay, and this is not to bash any kid. I don't know any kid I've met that goes, man, I'll, I only use my stuff to really share, share my faith. Uh, when they're going, when they tell, tell, tell you, oh, I, I, I did this or I posted about this, there's 95 more things they posted about. This is one of the the 95. So, so understand, they're going, oh, I'm using that this, just for that. I've not seen that before. There, there's one girl in our group that has done an Instagram, and she puts script, scripture up, and she talks about it. And a lot of folks have half have followed her. I'm not sure of the count. Uh, and she, and she does that for that 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 that. Now she's got her own account. She does her own stuff on too. So there's no one that's like, this is the only thing I do it for. It's for my faith. You know, that's beautiful, but it's not true. Um, he, he challenged to assume the right posture in relation to digital tech, tech analogy. What shift would you suggest is, net, is most net necessary for Christian parents to pursue in their, at their own attitudes towards or use of tech, technology? What do we need to do? What do you think, parents, or even yourself, going, this is, what, this is a step that I need to take right now in order to be more effective in parenting my kids with tech, technology? That's right, and, and most of them are. If you've got a teenager that is on on, on media, uh, so, social social media, they're getting some self worth, probably a lot of self worth from o- online. I mean, we all look for it in certain ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it, the, the, that's good because it, the internet is a mean place. We can all agree on that. I, I think y'all are absolutely right when you're saying, I want to keep my kids away from this as long as I can. You know, I'm going to stay, stay away from it. I don't, see, I don't see the good. I think the longer as parents we can keep them away from it, the better they're, they're going to be. Let them mature more. Uh, they've got to mature more. Uh, but our, 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 as you, you shared before, and I really pre- I appreciate this, our standard can't slide. What does God's word say? Where do I go? I'm just going with Ephesians 5. How does that say we're supposed to live and look? Yeah, yeah. You took it black and white and did it that way. That's what you're looking at. Right. But I, on the other hand, though, that's the reason this class is even here. Right. Four weeks long, you're leading right through the TTYU. And right. As a parent of a child that's 11 and 8, and we're entering this digital frontier, yeah. I'm really, really hang on every word you're saying here, and I appreciate the debates and the, all the parents sharing their, yeah. their experiences that have on their children because now we're learning about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It well, yeah, and I wish we were more equipped when our kids were were ten, eleven, twelve. You know, uh, they're they're you know I've got some that age now, but I wish my seventeen year old. I wish we we had more coming into this uh, than we did. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, and 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 we're going to talk even next week. I want to share with y'all even some some phone plans we found that we use that are cheap, like twelve bucks a month. Like seriously. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, and if we can, one thing to learn from, from this week, we've got to wade in at least to where we're going to allow our kids to be. I encourage you to wade in in front of them and don't go behind them. We, we, some of us are already behind them, and we've got to catch up. That's why I would go learn the apps that they use, and I'm not saying that you will. I get that app, and I want to use this app all the time. That's not how you wade in. You wade in, you understand what it's about, uh, like the thing I passed out this past week that talked about those apps. Hey, parents, what you need to know, how this ticks, how this doesn't tick, how this can hurt them, how they probably don't need this one for sure, or these six of them stay away from no doubt. Uh, we've got to wade in. And so I encourage you all this week, find out where your kids are, are at, or, um, but just begin to go, okay, 
where is our household? Where are we supposed to sit in this? If we want to, to honor Christ in our household, how is this supposed to look? Or, or how are we supposed to do it? Sweet, sweetheart, there's a, a thing that is talking about screen addiction on there. She's going to pass this out. This is just for you to take home. It's a, um, we were going to go through it if we had time. Scott, I'm going to share you for, 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 for next week. You're going to share, share some stuff, right? Sure. Is that cool? And, can, I just, can I add to what we were just talking about? Sure. You know, the video was great, and it hit a bunch of points, but I, sometimes I look at, you know, with my age, I'm kind of a That's right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So I think we need to use that to our advantage instead of using it as a negativity. Um, you know, just say, hey, guys, this is how you communicate. Like, you know, we, we, we did this a little bit with our daughter last night, and then an issue that she's running with, you know, hey, it's okay to talk. You know, you don't have to hide behind an email or a text message or something like that. So I think we need to start looking at it more positively. And we're digital um, pioneers in a positive manner, not, not the negative connotation that yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's a great viewpoint and perception because sometimes we do feel lost, right? We feel like I'm behind, but we're equipped with what you're saying is we're equipped with a, more than what we want to equip them with. Uh, some some very important tools that they need to do. We've lived it, uh, and, and so that's important. Yeah. She's going to pass out the one. This is the one on on texting. Yeah. Just do one per per household. Uh, and and let me explain something about about this one. Uh, if it's if it's marked out and, and the word starts with a a D or an S or an H, you 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 uh, I just didn't want to and they didn't have the word spelled out. They just had it like H star star star, and I didn't even want to show that. <laughs> Give that to y'all, okay? So uh, it's it's got the bad terms. Some are, are pretty clear, but there's a, there's a ton of things. Um, and, and you you can do this what you will. You could take it and throw it in the trash right now, and that's fine fine with me. You you know, uh, I just for some of you, your your kids text a lot and they're online a lot, and this is very important stuff for you to know. The uh, on the screen adi- uh, electronic addiction one, um, the the average tween. And this is just the average tween spends six and a half hours a day in front of a screen. Tween. That's 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 not quite a teenager yet. The average teenager spends um, nine hours a day, nine hours a day in front of a, a screen. I'll I'll tell you this: that is way too much. Uh, it's, it's it's that's why they're depressed because their only friend is that screen, uh, and they know that these people they talk to and whatever, it, they just know it's not a real friendship. They, they and there's this hurt. There's a, a lot of hurt. They say um, uh, that if a kid spends uh, two hours or less a day, uh, or say that there's a kid that spends two hours uh, a day or less on the screen, and there's a kid that spends six out hours a day on a screen, this kid that spends six hours is almost three times more likely to kill themselves than the one who who spends two. Okay? So 
this is big stuff. I mean, and they, you remember, I'm so glad I'm not a teenager and I don't have to go back there because those are hard years. And this has really messed it up even more than what we had to go with. So, so fight for them. Uh, and they might think you're a mean parent if you're going, hey, you're not allowed to do this. You're not doing this. You, you, uh, will be, you and they will be better for you fighting for them now. So don't give up. We're going to pray and we're going to be uh, dismissed this morning. Dear God, thank you so much uh, just for uh, just getting to talk about uh, an issue that's important to you. And God, we want to honor you in our homes. We just, God, I just ask for your help. God, just please give, give us your help. Uh, for it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen.